Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This day in 1993, Michael Jackson released Billie Jean. And I would say that this is my favorite Michael Jackson song ever. Mm, he got some good ones, Hawk. That's a good one, but man, who's bad? Mm, I love uh, I love the bass line with Billie Jean. I love Wanna Be Starting Something. I think that's a, yeah. uh, a great song. Uh, man, there's so many with him. There's so <laughs> many. I didn't make a Mount Rushmore of Michael Jackson songs. That would be difficult to do. Yeah, I watched that movie a hundred times. Which one? Thriller? The mo- the thriller movie when he's doing all the songs, riding in the riding with Elephant Man and all that stuff. I loved that movie when I was a kid. <laughs> Isn't he riding with Elephant Man in a, a video? Isn't that uh Leave Me Alone? It's like a long it's like they made a movie out of all his videos and they kind of mm. put it together. Yeah, and it's like it's pretty, it's like an hour long, hour and a half long. Well, this day, 1993, Billie Jean was released. We're at Hollywood Kia, home of the no dealer fee. That's why Hollywood Kia is number one. Kia, proud partner of the Miami Dolphins. Today is a Ticket Wizard Tuesday, and uh, traffic tickets happen to everyone. Don't let it ruin your day. Go to TicketWizard.com. Stop worrying about it. Five minutes could save you more than $500 on your next ticket. Also, don't forget... We've got a pair of heat tickets to give away every day this week. We haven't done so yet, so sometime in the next two hours, give you a chance to win a pair of tickets for the Heat Rockets game at the Kaseya Center next Monday night. Just keep listening. And let me give you a little cat talk here. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Uh, Solana has mentioned it. Panthers are in Arizona tonight. Take on the Coyotes. Puck drops at 9 p.m. You can hear the game right here. Doug Plagans on the call, 560 WQAM. And don't look now, but the Cats have won four in a row. They are looking good. There were huge crowds Friday and Saturday night for the Rangers and Canadiens games. Panthers fans went home happy both nights tonight first game in a four game road trip for the panthers there's your cat talk let's get headlines here start out the four o'clock hour with alejandro solana driven by the new palmetto ford truck supercenter why buy your truck at a car store palmetto ford 
We know trucks. A bunch of people saying uh, 1983, not 1993 when that song was released, which would make sense because I was in high school. It says 93 on my show sheet, but mm. I probably should have recognized that myself. Way to go, Jimmy. <laughs> Why are you playing me? I'm not the one that's at the show sheet. Solana's in his bag today because in the first two hours of the show, Solana has given you these gems. Goran Dragic needs to have his jersey hanging in the rafters. He should. And he'd rather play Kansas City on the road <laughs> than host a playoff game at Hard Rock Stadium. And uh, now he just threw Jimmy under the bus. I mean, Solana has got uh, 2024. He's got it in his sights, man. He is working bits. He's taking over. I owe it. I owe it all to the Crowder Powder, baby. I owe it all to the Crowder Powder. <laughs> yeah, uh, it makes you smarter. One a.m. post game show on the radio last night. A little Crowder Powder makes you loopy on the next day. <laughs> You don't know the secret ingredient, though. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Probably better off not knowing. <laughs> hey, baby, need some more seasoning. <laughs> uh, these headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. Dolphins, uh, they they got their asses handed to them mm-hmm. in Baltimore. 56-19 to 19 was the final score. A little cutesy by the Ravens. Uh, scoring that last touchdown to, to make it fifty six to nineteen. I mean, I mean listen, uh, yeah. Mike White threw a long study to uh, who was it, Robbie Chosen yeah. earlier this yep. year. Listen, uh, play better defense. It goes back to the um, Broncos game. If you can score, score. I don't have nothing against the Ravens for scoring. Yeah, me neither. So a couple things that transpired during the game. I'll start from you know the the very beginning. Tyreek Hill dropping the touchdown pass. Oh. In the back of the end zone. That was a killer. That was a killer. I mean, Tyreek will catch that ball 99 out of 100 times. And he's a great receiver. He's all pro and all that. He's dropped about four touchdowns this year. Yep. The Tua interception, look, he's been really good at not turning the ball over going back to after that Las Vegas game, right? Uh, But that interception also was, uh, was not a good one. Just totally looks down his receiver. And uh, was that Roquan Smith? I believe it was. was just, just, just yep. read it to a T. They were it. Tua played terrible. He threw the other one high. That was that was no chance. You know to what get though? Receiver. To say that he played terrible, I mean, there's two more touchdowns on the board. You have the Tyreek one. You have the uh, Chase Claypool drop in the end zone. Yep. Like I, if if they put up 14 more points, I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but I don't think the narrative is that he played terrible. Yeah, it's the turnovers. It's like it's funny. It's like um, I think I compared the marriage today on the on the show, where I was talking about another quarterback. But like, what you do good at quarterback isn't isn't put on the pedestal more than what you do wrong. Right. So like you said, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The interceptions are going to be talked about. You don't even talk about his touchdown throws. Yep. And then um, I know a lot of people are very frustrated with. Mike McDaniel for leaving Bradley Chubb in the game. Bradley Chubb suffers a season-ending torn ACL. Yeah, I don't you, – you know this, Crowder. I don't. So he kind of alluded after the game to saying, hey, guys want to be out there. They want to, you know, end the game on a positive note. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the proper protocol or – I mean, obviously, you don't want to lose Bradley Chubb for the season. So it's yeah. very easy in hindsight to say he should not have been in the game at the end of a blowout – and it makes sense, but I don't know what the real protocol is, Crowder. 
the 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 precedent you set as a coach, we never give up. You know that that whole thought of it. That's where you do. But I would say being smart is more important. And especially Tua, like Tua being in the game, I was surprised by. Like you're not coming back. We know Tua had this these health these health concerns in the past. So older guys or you want to say frail guys, injury prone guys, you pull them out the game. I I would I wouldn't have had Bradley Chubb in there. All the snaps he played. They was they were running down their throat too. I would have taken I would have taken out at least the old guys. But I mean, the Dolphins are are banged up, especially at that position, right? Like, are, I and I don't I don't know for sure, but do you just take out Bradley Chubb and and put in whoever? Like that that's my thing. Like the drop Play off with ten. <laughs> yeah, I, Does, I guess. Oh, like I, literally, like I don't know if there's a protocol to it, but like old guys, eight years plus. There's no reason for him being a 30, 30 point blowout. Van Ginkle, put him out there. He's a young pup. You know, just the, the in, Christian Wilkins, he's your best in best interior lineman. Like, take him out. Put Duke Riley at defensive end. He's do something better than cover people. Um, and then I, I wanted to get to this as well. They beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, beat it. <laughs> maybe we should play that. We were talking about Michael Jackson. We forgot that maybe this is on his Mount Rushmore of songs. <laughs> what the hell is going on there? Uh-oh. Oh, is it the lawn guy. service? Yeah, lawn man pulled up. Hey, beat it. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's on the Mount Rushmore of Michael Jackson songs. That's an all-time banger right there. <laughs> that's a good one, man. Right. What were you saying, Solana? So on uh, on Saturday, there was an NFL game. Maybe the most highly controversial NFL game of the season to this point, I'm sure, on Inside the NFL tonight. We'll see you guys talking about it, Crowder. Uh, the Lions have the most incredible comeback to tie the game, and of course, Man Campbell struts in with his massive set of balls and goes for two. Uh, the referees throw the the flag because number sixty eight did not report as an eligible eligible receiver. It was number seventy. I don't know. And then they go for it again on the seven yard line, offsides after Goff throws an interception. So then the ball's back at the two. And they go for it again, and Goff kind of just short hops one uh, prior to the line to gain, and the Lions lose. But Dan Campbell and the rest of the Lions were very, very upset with the initial call by the officials. It was all their fault, and he should have kicked it. After the penalty on the seven, he should have kicked it. That was just dumb. I, I understand the aggression, but you set a standard with your team. You're going to be aggressive. You just played it. Honestly, 
you look at the numbers, look at the game, watch it. Like, they outplayed the Dallas Cowboys for 60 minutes. Why the hell would you want to play 15 more? You can play with them. It's not like they're better than you. You just played with them for, for 60, and now you're scared of 15. That's just – I think it was a terrible decision out of Dan Campbell. They, uh, they got jobbed. It was one of the worst calls now, you know, with uh, the video of him reporting to the ref. Now, there were two guys that walked over. They did it to confuse the defense. I understand the ref's explanation. Uh, They got jobbed on that. But I agree with Crowder. You're going to go for it from the seven on the two-point conversion? That was ridiculous. Our friend Zach Gelb from CBS Sports Radio he, he tweeted out that he thought it was the right decision, that if you're an aggressive coach, you're going for the win there. doesn't matter if you're on the two or the seven. And I responded to him, that is dumber than Solana suggesting the pastrami sandwich at Earl of Sandwich is better than the pastrami sandwich at Carnegie Deli in New York. Um, from the two, I get it, and I loved it, and they, they converted. They did. Um, from the seven, you take the extra point there. He did that out of anger. That That's me playing video blackjack, getting annoyed that the online casino is obviously cheating, and now I'm just doubling my bet to show them because I'm angry and I'm just losing thousands. And, like, like Dan Campbell made that call out of it. He's like, ah, well, we'll still go for it. You know, like, can't mm-hmm. do that. You got to give your, your team a chance to win. Yeah, and then the the numbers don't make sense. They don't make sense. You're on the two. You have a couple two-point plays. Trust me, there is not 18 two-point plays on that play sheet. You've just showed them your first two. Right. Now you're going three, four deep. You can't do any trickery anymore because right. they're knowing now to tackle. Like, it was just, it was, it was a emotional decision, and I don't think coaches should think that way. Like what my man said, you play to win the game. You're not playing to win the game. And I know it's – oh, you are playing to win the game because you're going for two to put it away. It is a. It was a dumb decision. You made a dumb decision, and now your team lost the game because of. It. But they really won the game because they converted that two point attempt. It was a very bad call by the officials. But the cute that cute stuff they did, where the both tackles ran up to the ref, mm-hmm. and the third tackle came off the sideline, and all that stuff. Like it was just, it was too much. It was too, too much. cute, cutesy. It was cutesy, a little too cutesy for me. They tried to confuse the Cowboys, and in turn confuse the official like that's what happened they tried right, to confuse the, the official's defense. job not to get confused yeah. the official has to get it right the defense can make mistakes defense makes mistakes offense makes mistakes the refs can't make mistakes not in a not in a scenario that's as integral as that one is yep. got it wrong again yeah, Inter- yeah i think you did yeah. i can't get that no. word right he the skipper is number 70 off the sideline. He's running in, and he's he's touching his chest like eligible. Decker's al- almost, but he has like one little elbow up being a real sneaky eligible call. And Decker's trying to, like you say, he's they're tr- they, they, literally, what's that? they tricked the officials with all that cute crap. Skipper should have ran into the huddle. Decker should walk over to the ref and say, hey, I'm eligible. And it would have been fine. And they still would have been wide the hell open. Nobody even looked at it. They The official did announce that 70 has reported eligible. He Like, that That happened. That's on tape. Right then and there, the Lions should have realized something was off. Well, they're, they're, they're trying to get a playoff, though, in time. He believes that, he, like, obviously 70 did not report, so they're not thinking, like, like 68 reported. I, 
I don't know. It was they got jobbed. It's the in my opinion the officials' job not to get job, not to get that wrong, and they did. How do you say integral? Integral. Is it integral? It's integral. 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 Yeah. G-R-A-L at the end. Grow. I think I'd know after like 10 years of doing this show and getting it wrong. You're going to hear it in a few seconds, don't worry. I imagine. I saw you searching for it. <laughs> uh, it's integral. Well, you can say integral, but I think it's also integral. I don't use it. By the way, the dumbest rule in football that a lineman can't catch a pass. On it, like... It is that anybody on the field should be able to catch a pass. I don't uh, don't don't hit me with the rule book, Crowder. I don't care. It is no. the dumbest rule. Robert Hunt in had the one of the best receptions in Dolphins history. Let Didn't him count. Let him catch it. Who cares? Uh, count. Because Ridiculous. he's fat. The, the I know NFL how you play football. No. Someone throws a football. You try to catch it. Who cares where you're standing? The pigskin it's... comes to a fat guy, and they want to throw the damn laundry on the field. How about Illegal linemen downfield. Hey, run wherever you want. We know where inbounds Stupid is, not rule. a bounds is. Just run around. Stupid rule. Defensively, you have to know where the five eligibles are so you can line up on the five eligibles. Yeah, you figure it out. Okay. So how about you put a lineman on the hash, a receiver next to him, another lineman in the middle of the field, two, two, three linemen piled up on the other sideline. Who do you who do you cover? Who where, who do you know who's open? Yeah, you figure it out. I'm not Vic Fangio. <laughs> the NFL should ban the word eligible. Period. End of story. For right. the rest of time, the I'm NFL rulebook should not have the word eligible in any sort of fashion. You're on the field. You're one of the eleven players. You're you should eligible. be able to do whatever you want. Yep. Totally with that. Now the now, D lineman. D-linemen are covering the offensive linemen? Listen, there's going to be a lot of naysayers, but I'm with Solana on this one. This <laughs> is <just> ridiculous. <laughs> Y'all naysayers are crazy. <laughs> so can we use naysayers? Like, Nah. Oh. Hey, nope. it's my new thing. <laughs> mm. You can. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> No. I'm going to give y'all the naysayer pass. You're good to go. Mm-mm. Nope. Have it back. That's like me. <laughs> that's like me Venmoing my Cuno. Nope. <laughs> Take it back. Um, there was a trade in the NBA as well. RJ Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly from the New York Knicks get traded to the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors send the New York Knicks uh, OG Ananobi and a second-round pick as well. Or I think the Knicks sent him a second-round pick. But bottom line, OG Ananobi is with the New York Knicks. R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly, IQ, are with the Toronto Raptors. And yesterday, in their first start with Toronto, the Raptors beat the Cavs. R.J. had 19 points and IQ had 14. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, uh, Michigan beats Alabama in overtime. Exciting game. Nick Saban in tears. Love to see it. <laughs> Washington you know <laughs> Washington holds on to beat Texas. There were some – you want to talk about bad decision-making by coaches, bad play calling, Ooh. bad coaching decisions. Um, in that, that Michigan – or, excuse me, in that Washington-Texas game at the very end, just some – 
insane decisions. And at the end of Michigan, too, the the special teams all day long is just a disaster for Michigan. And at the very end, the, the guy muffs the punt. They're on the one-yard line, and Nick Saban calls timeout after Michigan kneels the ball. But then Michigan's just trying to run out the clock. They kneel it again, and Harbaugh calls a timeout. It, like there, there was some bizarre how about, coaching how about, decisions. Weren't they dealing from the shotgun back there as well, yeah, which I thought was down. weird because you're just trying to move forward. Like I, I, it was a lot of that was confusing at the end. You're like these, how much are these guys making every year? What? <laughs> and it goes back. We say it all the time when coaches start messing up. What the hell do they have headphones on for? <laughs> They're not listening to anybody. Got to be somebody in that staff that would say, "Hey, we're not under center, coach. Hey, just just be quiet and look around." And then the Washington coach, who I don't know his name, by the way. I still don't know his name. But instead of kneeling the ball and just punting it back to Texas and draining the entire clock, I mean, he pulls a crystal ball and he gives Texas a chance to go down the field. He's just lucky that Texas, with 15 seconds left on the 25-yard line, decides, ah, let's waste some more clock here before we even take a shot at the end zone. Funny that you mentioned the Washington head coach. I'm on that uh, text thread with – uh, Whittingham and Josh Appel and Whittingham theorized that not, not more than 2% of people who have watched at least one college football game this season could name the head coach of Washington. And I watched it yesterday and I still could not name the head coach of Washington right now. I was gonna say I watched the game in the hotel room with the with the uh, volume on and can't name his name. Do you know Jimmy? Kalen DeBoer. Wow, Pete DeBoer. Pete DeBoer. <laughs> oh, my good friend Pete DeBoer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> college football is mad that Washington's in the national championship. Uh, college football is mad that a Pac-12 team yes is in the national championship. And the Texas following, the Alabama following, Michigan had Michigan's big, but they're losing out on a lot of money with those two teams getting beat. Yep. Ah, they had TCU in it last year too, though. That's true. They, they, they'll try to bounce back financially this year from TCU. It's not. <laughs> I'm not attacking those schools. I'm telling you, this this is not a this is not a a wanted lineup for a national championship game. If they really cared, though, like it, it would have been, they would have put Georgia in the college football playoff because you know Georgia's beating any team had they got in. Like, Georgia's winning still, the national championship. I would love to see Michigan and Colorado. Still sign <laughs> me up for that. Just put Dion's team in the national championship. I, don't, I could care less what happens with Washington. Hey, next year is awesome. The 12, I love the 12 team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's 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 going to do it. And we all can say 13 is going to be mad, but, hell, you ain't in the top 10. Them last two teams shouldn't be in, but you got to make it. Make the numbers work out. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. uh, Not to interrupt you, but on this day in 1984, speaking of national championships, on this day in 1984, the Miami Hurricanes won the 1983 national championship under Howard Schnellenberger, their first first one. First one, yeah. Yeah. Wow. We should all hit a pipe. Today in oh, I'm telling you. You know what you put in that pipe, uh, Solana? A little Crowder powder. <laughs> Hawk, you should have wore your shirt that he destroyed. <laughs> I should have. Why didn't I? <laughs> Damn it. What a great Come over for, for those who don't know, Howard Schnellenberger, may he rest in peace. When I started this show on 
560 QAM 10 years ago, we hired Howard Schnellenberger as the voice of the show. So when we would open the show and go to break, it was Howard Schnellenberger, and he would say, you're listening to the Mark Hockman Show with Zach Krantz. And uh, he did all the liners. So the before I even started here, because I was still sitting out my no-compete, I, I met with Schnellenberger at the radio uh, studios to record a whole bunch of stuff. And I wore a UM shirt because I wanted to pay my respect. I wanted to be, you know, <laughs> let him know. So I, I wear this, uh, it was an Under Armour UM shirt that I had bought the week before. I happened to be down in Coral Gables. I bought it at the bookstore. It was like 60 bucks. And after we record a whole bunch of stuff for the radio show, he asked someone for a Sharpie. I think it was Andy King or Shea Tab. He's like, yeah, you have a Sharpie? And, and, he, and then he just takes my shirt and he goes, <laughs> how about right here on the, on the, the and I'm thinking to myself, what, 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 right where? And he <laughs> autographs Howard on one side, Schnellenberg on the, there were like two white stripes. <laughs> and he's like, there you go. But I had never asked him to autograph. Now, I was thrilled, and I love Howard Schnellenberger, and the dude's a legend, was a legend. Um, and took plenty of pictures with him, was was just tickled that he was the voice of the show. But I had just bought this shirt for 50 or 60 bucks, and, and I knew no one was going to know what it was because they were thin little stripes, and uh, I still have it. I still have that shirt. It's very difficult to ever wear it, though, because people are like, what's that scribble on the, on the sides? <laughs> you were happy mad because I came in later that day, and I was like, oh, you got him sign your shirt. It was a weird emotion. It was. like it was very uh... And he manhandled me. Because he's got you yeah. know those big ham hands and like like he just grabbed me like I I wasn't willingly submitting to the autograph session, but he manhandled me. Stranger danger. You should have yelled. <laughs> That's something. what I felt like. I was like Zach, <laughs> you're just gonna stand there. I'm getting jumped right now. I felt like Ian Zeering in Hollywood getting jumped. Anyway, um, but yeah, today 1984. They uh, they finished off the 1983 national championship. All right, anything else, Solana? Since we're uh, going down memory lane, two years ago today, maybe one of the greatest moments in NFL history, Antonio Brown, two years ago mm. today, took off his pads, undressed, mm-hmm. and ran off the field in New York, giving the peace sign to the Jets fans in the middle of the game, third quarter, just in the middle of the game, just ran right through the field, headed to the tunnel. He's going crazy. Have you seen his Twitter? Mm, it's like one ad after another for saltines. <laughs> Every time I'm done with Twitter, I feel like having a Ritz and uh I'm like why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's, man, somebody needs to talk to him. He done went crazy. <laughs> the problem is the only person that will talk to him is Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie will give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> 
your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE, youraccidentattorneys.com. Partly cloudy. It's in the mid-70s. Tonight, it'll be in the mid-60s. That's your weather. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I don't think Michael Jordan has that much love for a guy that was so integral. Integral? 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 I don't know. Hawk and Crowder. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 15 minutes of game day uncensored. There is one more regular season game day uncensored program, and uh, that'll be Sunday. Although I haven't looked at the schedule. Do the Heat... uh, play or the Panthers play on Sunday, Solana? Will there be a game day uncensored show from like 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. Sunday night? I don't know if the Panthers play. I don't believe they do. The Heat do not. Yes, game day uncensored will be from 4 till kickoff, so around 8.15 on Sunday. You know, it's funny. I just noticed on my video feed that Crowder is laying on his back and he's just kind of kicking his foot up in the air I didn't know that Crowder was even in the studio in in, like he's doing the show in New Jersey and uh, where he tapes inside the NFL and I figured he had left the room I didn't realize he was just laying on his back and as we start this segment I see his foot up in the air. I could tell he was just kind of kicking his foot in the air from the from his position on his back. Man, listen. You are ridiculous. You know I drove to Atlanta. So we left Thursday. We drove to Woodbine, Georgia, where I got my hunting club. That's when my son went and shot his first raccoon. Woke up the next morning, drove another six hours to Atlanta. Then went back where we go to the party Saturday, woke up Sunday morning, drove back five, six hours to Woodbine, then woke up Monday morning and drove all the way down to uh, Miami. I drove 20 hours in like three days. Then Ooh. I go straight to get on a plane, a three hour plane ride. And then I'm standing up all day at inside. I am old. <laughs> I can't do stuff like that. You're in your forties now, man. You're in your man. 40s. My back hurts. Here is uh, from the sun Sentinel. They have grades from the Dolphins' loss to the Ravens. Uh, I, I won't tell you what it says. The run game, they give an A-. minus. The pass game, a D. Defending the run, a C. Defending the pass, an F. Yeah. Special teams, a C. And coaching, an F. 
It's not something that we've talked about a lot today on this show, but I will read you what they read, what they say about uh, coaching this from the Sun Sentinel. The Dolphins weren't ready to play a game that had these kind of implications, but way beyond that, Coach Mike McDaniel has to step in and pull his starters at the end. Now the Dolphins will be downvalued edge rusher Bradley Chubb because he went down with a knee injury when the team trailed by 30 points with three minutes left. Inexcusable. Players are always going to want to keep playing. As McDaniel said, they wanted to leave Baltimore on a positive note before the Buffalo game. It's ultimately the coach's call. So we had kind of yes. talked about that before. I know a lot of people share that attitude that, hey, why why are you risking anybody of importance, uh, their health at the end of a game? Obviously, this one not the outcome that you want. Bradley Chubb is a huge loss. Now you've got Connor Williams out. You've got Bradley Chubb out. You've got Jalen Phillips out. It is it is not a great scenario right now for the Dolphins. You pull starters in the preseason because it doesn't matter. Those reps don't matter. You're down by 30 in the fourth quarter. Those reps don't matter. You know that offense didn't come. You know y'all ain't about to score four touchdowns in three minutes. Like, it doesn't matter. You pull them out. Like I said earlier, Put a put. I would put if I was coaching. I'd put a year, a year on it. If they're six or more years, and we get in this situation, I'm gonna pull them out. The young pups, let the young pups play. If you're an older guy, if you're a vet, and Bradley, Bradley's probably been in league what 11, 12 years. He's old. That's that's prehistoric in in football terms. Pull him out. How long has he been in the league, Solana? I saw you make a face when he said that. No, definitely not. I, I, I'm looking it up. He's only 27, Crowder. He's been in the league one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years since 2018. So, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's a pup, but he's right. only 27 years old. So meaningful to the defense, man. It, it, yeah. That is such a bad loss. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, and and then they, Phillips being out. Yeah, I mean it's lo- it's really it's it's and Xavier Howard's not going to play this Sunday. Doesn't mean he's going to be out for the playoffs, but Waddle. they're not expecting him. Waddle might not play either. And guys, like uh, another layer to this with Bradley Chubb going out is that Fangio, you know, he he's stubborn. The older are a bit stubborn, and he hasn't even had Emmanuel Ogba on the fifty-three man roster the last two weeks, despite him being healthy. The other day, Ogba tweeted, wow, LOL, 30 minutes before the inactives were even released, which was a tell. He was going to be a healthy scratch again. Like, he doesn't like Emmanuel Ogba, despite him being the highest-paid player on your roster this season. And now you have to go to him because your options are limited. Um, Vic Fangio in the in the Sun Sentinel here, they do a stock up, stock down at the end as well. Stock up, Devon Achan. Stock down, Vic Fangio. And what they write is, This is part of the coaching grade, too. Sure, it was tough losing Howard early, and putting Apple here would be low-hanging fruit. But Fangio's stock was previously high with the way the defense has ranked since week five. 56 points, busted coverages, downfield passes. The Ravens even used a Dolphins-like motion and route concept on the Long Flowers touchdown. You'd think this team had seen enough of that kind of stuff through training camp to be ready for it when an opponent tried it. Um, yeah. Not a banner day for Vic Fangio on the defense. Nope. 28 points in the first half. We're going to adjust some things. No, we're not. We're going to get up 28 points in the second half as well. Offensively, too. Like, the second half, they didn't come out with anything where I was like, oh, okay, now they got them. It was just the same stuff. Both sides of the ball, they had no adjustments at halftime. But, again, I will give you the caveat. It's a lot easier to say it, you know, 
as if Lamar Jackson is the same as making an adjustment when it's uh, Ryan Tannehill or, you know, Gardner Minshew. Like, you can make adjustments. Lamar Jackson pretty much punched that uh, MVP ticket, I think, on Sunday. Yeah, and you know what? The one thing they could have done, Hawk, was switch up the the matchups. Bring the safeties well, down. You know Vic Fangio's not going to do that, though. He doesn't do that. That's that's the thing. Like, it was just, well, hell, we're playing Buffalo this week, the first Buffalo week, mm-hmm. when – when Stephon Diggs had 104 with two touchdowns and they put Cater Kohu right back on him and let him get 170 with three touchdowns. Like that, I don't know why he's stubborn in that aspect. They have a good player. We have a good player. Hey, good guys, go play against each other. There you go. 15 minutes of game day uncensored. We are at Hollywood Kia. Going to take a break here, and uh, we got a uh, little bit more to go. And don't forget those Miami Heat tickets. We have not given them away yet, and we might do that in the next segment. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Jimmy, you know what the tornado maneuver is? Hawk and Crowder. Let's do a uh, Jack Daniels make it count moment. It's the new year. Like I said earlier, a lot of stuff has gone on, and... Uh, a lot of people to choose from or things to choose from. Let's uh, let's do a uh, make it count moment, Solana. Let's get to today's make it count moment sponsored by Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels has always made whiskey, but there's one thing Jack can't make more of. Moments. Those are on us to create, so make sure you're making the most of every moment we have Make it count, Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. Who made it count, Crowder? You know what? Make it count moments. That's when you have to step up to the plate. And this individual knew what his job was and did it exceptionally well. Exemplary, let me say. The Pop-Tart at the Pop-Tart Bowl. My man <laughs> showed out. He, would, he knew the eyes were on him, and he performed for the camera. He was dancing. He was doing it all. Whoever was in that damn suit knew the assignment and executed with exemplary form. Yes, the Pop-Tart man. That's, uh, it's not a bad one. Listen, uh, Solana and I had a show on Friday, and I did make a point to say that to call that Pop-Tart the world's first edible mascot was just false because you couldn't eat the mascot they did, you know, some razzle-dazzle where he jumped into a toaster at the end, and a Pop-Tart came out. It was an actual, it was like a sheet cake. Uh, so it wasn't really an edible mascot. But regardless, the Pop-Tart did make it count, he or she, whatever. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if Pop-Tarts are gender neutral, uh, non-binary. I don't know, uh, maybe it was a strawberry Pop-Tart. I believe it identified those cookies and cream. Regardless, I don't want to. I don't want to go down a, a rabbit hole here. Uh, but the the Pop Tart did indeed make it count. Man, a woman, the Pop Tart was bad. Yeah, yeah. Pop Tart uh, was fine. Yeah. People seem to enjoy it. Uh, let's give away these heat tickets. What caller number do you want to uh, take for these heat tickets? Seven for Gorn Dragic. Caller number seven for Goran Dragic, Gogi, retired, <laughs> legendary heater. Uh, we have heat tickets every single day this week. It's the uh, Heat and Rockets Monday night at the Kaseya Center. Caller 7, 305-567-0560. 
will get the tickets. If you don't win them, you'll have another chance tomorrow just by listening to this very show. 305-567-0560. Caller number seven gets a pair of tickets for the Miami Heat. Coming up next on the Hawk and Crowder Show. That team has guts the size of Eddie House's testicles. Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.